from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. Yeah, now, yeah. back to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Now, I want people to understand, well... I say that, you know, Wisconsinites can be some weird people. And again, I live there, okay? I lived it. I saw it. They can be some weird people. They don't deserve what Aaron Rodgers is doing to them. It's betrayal. It's in every sense of the word. I mean, Theo, am I wrong? This is betrayal. It is the B word. Right before the Ides of March, this is betrayal, much like our man Jay Caesar experienced. Come on. Come on. It is betrayal. And also, as weird as Wisconsinites are, is that the right word? Wisconsinite? Yeah. Green Bayans? I don't know what that is. Whatever. As weird as they may be, they also are some of the most kind. Absolutely. Sweet thoughtful fans as well, so I can't be mad. Again, I can't hate, and they're very dedicated. Sweet mother of God, those people can drink. I mean, my... <laughs> and I love that! Huh. And I love that! A fan base that can drink is a fan base that can kick it with big taste. Beer, brown stuff, the whole thing. Never mind. And again, they gorge themselves on tube meats. They love that stuff. But the cheese curds? The, uh, oh, the cheese curds are, are phenomenal. Great. Phenomenal. Great. It is um, It is tough to stay in shape up there. Trust me, that year I ate up there, uh, I ruined my body in a multitude of ways. But that's betrayal. What Aaron Rodgers is doing to them, they deserve better. It's stinks. It actually, it really, really stinks. You know what else stinks? Having ear, nose, and throat problems. Mm. You know what stinks? Not being able to smell something that stinks because your nasal cavities are all jacked up. Mm. And this is where Dr. Neil Goldhaber comes in. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, goldhabersinus.com. He is the man. He is the myth. He is the legend. He is holding it down in Palm Beach County. He is making sure that your ears are improved. Your nose is open. Your throat is perfection. He is the king of making sure that you are going to live your life without the annoying ear problems, the nose issues, the throat issues. I I was raised into a family of snorers. I understand how this goes. It is not cute. It is not funny. It's not healthy. There are snoring solutions for you with Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Goldhabersinus.com. Goldhabersinus.com. Get your consultation and sit down with the man who's been doing it for decades. Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Goldhabersinus.com. Dr. Goldhaber, extremely smart. Steve Palatiner, extremely smart. Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer. The man has mastered the business realm, and he joins us every week to educate us on a variety of things, big and small, here on Ken LaVica Live. Time now for Ask Steve's. Steve Pollitziner is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, a business maven, an accomplished youth coach, and a worldly family man. Every week he bestows his expansive wisdom upon us. It's time again for Ask Steve's, presented by PNC Bank. See how they can make a difference for you at PNC.com. You've got mail. Uh, Aaron Rodgers left another note in Joe Douglas's office. And now he's got to take the ferry to Manhattan, and he's got to head to a bodega on 11th, where he's going to find the next envelope that says, get me Mercedes Lewis. Mm. According to Adam Schefter, Packers veteran free agent tight end Mercedes Lewis, who spent the past no. five seasons in Green Bay, has drawn interest from the no. New York Jets. No, <laughs> no, no. Aaron Rodgers is holding the Jets hostage. Oh, oh it is hilarious. Randall Cobb. Alan Lazar and Mercedes Lewis 
your new New York Jets. Jordy Nelson must be busy. This is hilarious. What about Donald Driver? Go get him. <laughs> Steve Pollitzina, uh, he is uh, the man who educates us every week here on Ken Levick Alive. A- everything I said, by the way, about Wisconsin, uh, they're a fun people. They can be a weird people. They are uh, oddly um, uh, worshipy of the Green Bay Packers. But, man, the eating, the drinking, that state as a whole, it's a good experience, right? It's like a festival. That never ends. Yep. It's a great, it's a, every place has its special qualities, and uh, it's a happy, festive environment. Aaron Rodgers is betraying them, Steve. I cannot believe that Aaron Rodgers is betraying these people. For three years, he held them hostage, and now he's betraying them. Those poor people who all they want to do is wear cheese heads, go out into the cold, and watch him. And they've been endlessly supportive of him through failure after failure after failure. And now, as we sit here, March 14th, 1.10 p.m. Eastern Time, we know, we know he's going to leave. We know he's likely going to New York, but he's elongating this process, and I feel miserable for Packers fans. This is betrayal. Is that betrayal? Like, it's betrayal. Why, the Packers don't want him. The Packers don't want him, and he doesn't want them. Breakups like this are typically messy because it's there's money involved, and there's draft picks involved, and there's reputations involved, and there's legacies involved. Um, just like when Brett Favre left and Packers fans like Aaron Rodgers, they'll like the next guy, whether it's Jordan Love or whoever it is. And um, like any fan of a team, I think should do. You want to support your, you want to support your, um, you know, your your players while they're there, and when they're gone, goodbye. Uh, Theo, do you think that the Packers are going to like the next guy at quarterback? What do you think? Do you think that Packers fans are going to like the next guy? It's going to take it's going to take some convincing. Okay, it's going to take some convincing. But you know what? The one thing I've I've learned from actually conversing with Packers fans, including some here in our office, they're optimistic. They're, well, they're, they're always optimistic. optimistic. Exactly. Like, it's an optimistic land that they live in. So they're optimistic, but it's going to take some convincing before they uh, yeah, have the I mean, 12 it, type it buy-in. Looks, it's, like, it's like, you know, that's why Ken, Ken could never be a sports radio host <laughs> in, in a Wisconsin. It's why, because be there's just like, hey, who's next? I'm supportive. We're optimistic. Ken is the never-ending questioner. In fact, last week he was so disgusted with the Aaron Rodgers talk. He was like, when I talked to him, he's like, ugh, it's the worst of everything. It's the Packers, which he hates, and it's New York and the Jets. It's like the worst. Now he is reveling in this, in the pain that he wants the fans to feel pain. <laughs> and this is not, it's not how they operate. Could it's you imagine? It's going to feel pain. I mean, They're going to be on to the next. Could you imagine that hypothetical where I walk in and uh, I- I'm told that, hey, you should really uh, do a show about how great it's going to be to have Jordan Love as the quarterback. I really want you to be positive about the direction <laughs> the Packers are going in because, hey, we're 95-7, the brat. It's what we do. Like, I, I would be absolutely – you're right. I couldn't handle it. I could not I'm handle I'm not it. saying the hosts are all going to be that way. I mean, we, it's our, one of our sister stations there. You know, ESPN Milwaukee and ESPN Madison. I know, I'm not saying the hosts are all going to be that way. I'm just saying the the DNA of the fan. Oh yeah, that would drive me crazy. More positive, oh, yeah. more positive, and just generally supportive. That's our team. We're gonna we're gonna believe in them. I, and I I'm not I, I'm a New York sports fan, so I certainly didn't grow up that way. Yeah. 
but uh, it's it's just the DNA of the of the area. Yeah, no, I agree. I, people will call me like, "Hey, Dare, be more positive, day. Hey, Dare, <laughs> just be more positive about the Packers, about the pack." And I'd be like, "Oh God, this is miserable. Get me out of here." <laughs> and you're right. We do have a uh, we have multiple sister stations up there. I don't know why I came up with a hypothetical ninety five seven the Brock. Uh, that was uh, that was an interesting Brock, decision. I mean, it does sound like a fun summer festival station playing the best of the eighties, nineties, and today. Or be polka, uh, but yeah, <laughs> oh sure, yeah, yeah, That'd they, they have poke up there in Wisconsin as well. Uh, Ken Levick alive here on ESPN one zero six three. It's Ask Steve's with Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer Steve Pollitzina. We've been talking sports betrayals because I still maintain that he's betraying Packers fans, elongating this as long as he has, just to make it hurt a little bit more. Um, but it. I, I brought up the fact that I felt betrayed when Michael Jordan was bad enough that he went to the Wizards front office, and then when he decided to come down and actually play in a different uniform other than the Bulls, me as a young, impressionable basketball fan, me as an endless lover of Michael Jordan, the uniform looked stupid, he looked out of shape and stupid, and the whole thing just made me feel bad. That was a betrayal. What about in your sports life? What, what, what's a, a betrayal that you, uh, that, that, that you can go back to and identify and say, man, that really hurt my heart hmm. like when someone was when when i saw someone in another uniform um well i was a huge andy pettit fan okay. um so you know andy pettit leaving you know like leaving the yankees and it was like oh no the big four that this group is going to start to break up and they're going to go through a little bit i thought it was really weird seeing him in a houston astros uniform obviously eventually you know like came back you know to the yankees but seeing seeing pettit it, um you know, would have you know would have definitely it would have definitely been one. Now, I also grew up a New Jersey Nets fan, where I always wanted these guys to actually like feel like they were Nets, but right. then they were gone. Like Vince Carter, gone. Jason Kidd, gone. I wanted those guys to be like, oh, I only want them ever to wear a Nets, you know, you know, to wear a Nets uniform. But I also give you another D Wade mm. leaving the Heat never looked right in any other uniform. No, never, and not, and not because he doesn't look right. He looks great. He's a stud. It just always felt like if you put him on the like, – I mean, we know. He didn't want to leave. He had to leave. You know, like if you put him on the lie detector, like did you ever really love wearing any of those other uniforms? Mm-hmm. The Bulls one was the most awkward because it was like I kind of have to go here now. Um, it just was it, because of the strain that had happened with the Heat at the time. That one actually just – that was going to top all my other ones. D-Wade not in a Heat uniform. It's so weird because once he left the Heat, too, wearing a Bulls uniform and a Cavs uniform, it, like, sucked all its po- his powers. It was like Space Jam. He couldn't jump anymore. Oof. He couldn't shoot anymore. He couldn't do anything. Right. As soon as he put the Heat uniform like he back knew. on. Yeah, and then he put the Heat uniform back on, and Way he got off. his superpowers back. Yeah. It was so weird. You're totally right. I I, I totally agree. And, that, and you know, it was a shame he left in the first place, but it was great how he ended. Uh, so and, and that's a lot of guys that end up going back, right? It said, said the same thing with Pettit. Yeah. He went back. Yeah. It's like, and we don't always know everything, you know, behind the scenes on the reason and the circumstance. Um, but, yeah, those, those were a bummer. It's tough when guys don't spend their whole career somewhere, but that's the trade-off today. You want to make the money? You know, you can't hold the team hostage, and vice versa. A team can't afford to pay you forever if they want to compete. Because it's hard to put everything around you. It's why the Chiefs are an amazing story. It's like that they paid Mahomes, and they—it's not ragtag around him, but you have to be so smart on the personnel you put around him 
to be able to compete. And it's also why the Packers fans should feel optimistic about what's next because they haven't won anything with this guy in a decade. <laughs> well, that's Move a, on. That's an exceptional point. Mm. By the way, Jets wide receiver Elijah Moore just tweeted the following. Uh, Thankful for the things I didn't get. Life be flowing, and it shows me how many times I thought I really wanted something or really wanted to do X, Y, Z, and it didn't go through how I foresaw it. No better teacher than time and experience, I swear. Sports Talk Radio host me thinks this, Steve. He's taking a shot at Zach Wilson. <laughs> oh. He knows Aaron Rodgers is coming, and all those experiences he wanted, success with the Jets, wanted to get to the playoffs, wanted to win games, never got, didn't get it with Zach Wilson. Now he thinks he's going to get it. He's going to have experience now with Aaron Rodgers. How about that? How about that? Let's mix it up. Let's stir it up. Wilson had his shot when he came back from the injury, when White got hurt, and they gave him, what, five games um, you know, to, to have his chance. I don't feel bad for Wilson. Like, New York's a tough spot. And if you're going to get on that stage, you got to take advantage uh, of it. I'm sure he'll get some chance somewhere. A guy else. that looks like that, I can never feel bad for. Come on. <laughs> like the frosted tips, the boyish good looks. Hey, I, I don't feel bad for him at all. I don't feel bad for him at all yeah, because his, he won the genetic his lottery. His mom is too good looking, though. It's very awkward. It is extremely awkward. I mean, it, that had to be terrible in high school for him. I mean, it had to be absolutely <laughs> high terrible. High school. I mean, middle school, too. Like, I mean, it's, it, it don't start in it, high school. I, I, had, Elementary I, school. I had a couple of friends who had the quote-unquote hot mom, and they did not enjoy having the quote-unquote hot mom. Because everybody makes sure you know that your mom is hot. It's not fun. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> not fun. good. Uh, Ken LeVick alive here on ESPN 106. Let's get to uh, questions from fans here, Steve. Steve Politziner, Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, an all-around success. Uh, Steve, this is from Billy, and this comes out of West Del Rey. Billy, thank you for sending this message. Steve, what are your tips for filling out a successful bracket in order to win money? Thanks. Ooh, nice. Now, just just plain old field of 64 or 68, you know, type of deal. Yeah, yeah, I now, think field of 64, um, yeah. Yeah, okay, so a couple basics here for me. Um, you can't go overly upset. So you can't do the, I'm going to have all the 12s beat the 5s, or, uh, like, you can't do too much of that. You have, So I am, go more chalk to your sweet 16, then, have a, then mix it up a little. There have been times where I'm, I can't win it, because my my um, you know my winner might have gotten knocked out because maybe it's a two seed or a three seed, but I have a en- I always feel best when I, like I have enough in there, and I always look back and feel like it's because I didn't pick too many upsets. Right, couple upsets. Don't you know? Don't drink the Kool Aid of oh Jay Billis said this and he said this and Fonzo Ellis said this, and then all of a sudden you, you're you, all you have left are thirteen seeds, and you're like okay, I guess I'm riding the. The upset wave. So just be careful with the over-upset. That's uh, my my foundational um, bracket advice. That's good. And then James and Stewart asks, Steve, are you aware of any shows on True TV? Uh, what is True TV? Uh, is that, True is TV? It, oh, I've only I thought it's only – no, no. I yeah. thought it's only on for March Madness. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. I didn't they, they just flip they the switch. They turn it on. Yeah. <laughs> Thursday they flip a switch in like uh, Wichita, and then you get True TV throughout the country. That's exactly uh, – Yeah, exactly. I, I've never watched True TV. I don't know what's on True TV. Like – I, I think like, maybe Impractical Jokers, that TV is on, uh, that show is on True TV. There's actually a spinoff show based off of um, Keyshawn Johnson's real rankings to be on True TV. 
because it's the real rankings oh, on, true, on TV, true TV. And Got that's, it. I think, the, the main thing that they show there outside of March Madness. Well done, Theo. Well done. <laughs> now, now, Steve, I do know this. I, I mean, I just, pull, I just pulled up the schedule uh-huh. um, for true. true TV. True TV. Uh, it is, um, yeah, impra- a lot of impractical jokers. In fact, it's most of the day is impractical jokers. There's also something called Hack My Life. Okay. Uh, Myth Mythbusters. Oh, Mythbusters! Yeah, and yeah, yeah. They used to be Discovery Channel. Why does Steve read that like it was his first time hearing about Mythbusters? Is that I, your I first time? Mythbusters. No, it's a hard. I know. I was saying it like um, uh, slow. It's hard for me oh, to pronounce. Oh, okay. Myth th- okay, okay. Busters. <laughs> yeah. I thought you, you were know, unfamiliar. Um, yeah, Theo, aren't you on TV, Theo? Yeah, I, I, you have I get to, it. Like, make sure you enunciate. I know. Yeah. I didn't mean to okay, call you cool. out in that way. I thought you were just unfamiliar with Mythbusters. Ooh. No, I, just, I, there I, goes I'm, I wouldn't say I'm. A, I wouldn't say I'm like a regular, but I know it. Then there's a show called The Butt of the Joker, and that's butt with two T's. <laughs> I know what they're going for there. Oh, that is good. True TV, man. That is enriching stuff Clever. right there. Uh, by the way, I bet True TV is going to be on at Duffy's Sports Grill for the NCAA tournament. Wow, Ken. And you know what else is going to be going on? St. Patrick's Day. Hey! Come on, what man. a month at Duffy's. $15 corned beef and cabbage deal. Uh, Jameson shots. Ooh. There is no reason, you know, if you're of age, if there's no reason you shouldn't <laughs> be doing the Irish jig all the way to Duffy's. Also, uh, your college hoops uh, headquarters, 80 TVs. Uh, they'll even show the butt of the Joker on True TV. Oh, man. Um, if you want. And um, just, you know, why wouldn't you make that your March Madness headquarters? So whether it's basketball, the Irish, Duffy's has it for you. At Duffy's, our game. Is always on. Steve, perfectly done. Well executed. Enjoy St. Patrick's Day. Enjoy March Madness. And enjoy True TV. And we'll talk to you next week. I, I, can I just request one thing? Sure. At some point, I would like my first pitch that I threw several years ago and Theo's first oh. pitch to both to be, to be analyzed. Because Theo, Theo and I have been going back and forth on text. I'm trying to make him like my first pitch brother. Like, hey, we both kind of bounced him in there. And he's like, no, mine was this and yours was that. Like, he's trying to separate himself. He's trying to link and up. Like- I don't think my, my, mine was a full off the table split knuckle curve that despite it landing 10 feet, in front of the plate, many people would have swung at that Steve, as, as they saw it leave my hand. Your ball wouldn't have even been good if you were playing kickball. It bounced on the grass. My ball, at least the catcher, caught. It was, it was low to the right. It was to the right. It was low. It was caught. So, and in fact, He was in the third base dugout when he caught your ball. <laughs> in fact, I saw a fan in the stands take a swing at it, so I actually heard the ump call a strike on mine. Yours, there's no way to get a strike when you hit the ground, Steve. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll be the judge of this. I'm a, uh, I'm a pitch aficionado here, so uh, I'll do the side-by-side, and Ken I'll have a full definitely analysis. Like a high school, Ken was definitely a high school umpire that got in fights with screaming matches Had with anyone from parents to 11-year-olds. Oh, I'm, I'm telling you, it would have been a disaster if I was an umpire because the way some of those parents talk to some of those umpires, I, I would probably have been in jail for a very long time. For real, uh, th- that's that's not a, a, a profession for me because there would be violence and it's it's it, just bad. It, it, as a youth coach, it's horrible. I, I'm embarrassed of the parents that are on the teams I coach and what they say to umps and refs. Mm. It's insane. It's a, if you're one of those people, stop. Um, by the way, when I I would I played in a uh, a typical rec league basketball league when I was in sixth grade. 
And one of the coaches, and I'm not even joking, I was on the Hornets. One of the coaches who was the coach of the Knicks, this dude is coaching, what, 11-year-olds, 12-year-olds? And he would wear a suit and slick his hair back like Pat Riley. Oh, my God. And looking back, it was the stupidest part of my childhood. I mean, seeing this (laughs) idiot coaching 10- and 11-year-olds dressed like Pat Riley... I mean, what a dumbass that guy was. I actually love Were you that. more of the uh, Muggsy Bogues or the Rex Chapman? Uh, I was probably more of a Rex Chapman or a Craig Elo, if you will. Mm. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. I love that, by the way. Getting in full character mode, Pat Riley, I love that. No, he was a turd. Uh, Steve, thank you. We'll talk to you next week, okay? Ken needs, like, this is why Ken is, like, deeply wired and wound as the way as the way he is. That's <laughs> great. Uh, work that memory. Maybe you should call the guy, and you guys should work, you guys should work it out. You and the Pat Riley guy. All right. Thanks. Later. Thanks, guys. Always Peace. a pleasure. That is Steve Palatiner, Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer. I mean, think about that. Yeah. Could you imagine Pat being the Riley? son? Could you imagine being the son of that guy? And. Your dad is showing up to, and think about it. This is rec league, so it's just this. It's like this gym with a like gray walls, right? And you can hear the lights buzzing, and it's got the the curtain separator between two courts. And you've got ten and eleven year olds who uh, are some of them have like Kool Aid around their mouths when they're they're stepping to tip the ball off. And then this guy is walking the sidelines in a in a, a suit and. Slicked back hair, oh, I love and it. you're the son of that guy, and you're like, oh my god, my dad is such a loser. <laughs> I would be so. I love the buy-in from the dad there because at least you know this is a dedicated. No, because coach. then what he would do, he would stalk the sidelines and hold up his fingers in the triangle, yeah. like they were actually going to run Tex Winter's triangle I offense. Love that. You know what it reminds me I of? I mean, though? what an ass wipe. It reminds me of the time that me and my buddies had to force them uh, to play eighteen Excuse holes me? out here. Whoa, whoa! I was forced them to play golf. Uh, <laughs> me and my buddies and bonk. One of my one of my homies who had never played golf a day in his life. This was going to be his first time out. He pulls up out there, black pants, red polo, uh-huh. black Nike hat. Picture this, black guy. By the way, picture this, black guy. He's cosplaying as Tiger. Wait to town. Oh man, that is so good. And, and the worst part about it is, so when we're, we're out there, we're getting ready, we're getting on our cart and stuff. They're like, oh, ti-, every single guy at the country club is like making references about Tiger Woods. There's a group that's behind us that purposely came up with us because they wanted to see us tee off because they kept making Tiger Woods jokes and whatnot. And, of course, this is his first time ever playing golf, and it was the worst form of secondhand embarrassment I've ever witnessed. And he did that on purpose? No, I don't. To this day, I've never asked him if he dressed like Tiger Woods on purpose. Can we call him? I would love to call him and ask him. Do we have his number? I have his number, yeah. We'll we'll call call him during the break. And see if he remembers. All right, perfect. I love that. All right, we're going to find out if this guy, (laughs) first time golfing, actually intended to dress up like Tiger Woods and embarrass Theo Dorsey. He is Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX, Fox 29. I'm Kent Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Dusty May, FAU basketball coach, joins us at 145 as Florida Atlantic, the ninth seed in the East, gets ready for eight seed Memphis. That'll be Friday night, 920 Eastern Time tip. It's going to be tough for me because those late tips in the first and second round, your boy usually sleeps right through them. And now I'm going to have to stay awake and call one. Come on now. That's a late one. going to be caffeinated. Caffeinated and insane on Friday night. 
Uh, speaking of insane, the bird app, Twitter. I mean, you never know what you're going to get. It is erratic. It can be uplifting, but it can also be the absolute dregs. It can be just dreck, awful, awful hellscape. Every week, we say, hey, Theo, you find something good on Twitter. And also, put yourself in a really, really, really demoralizing position and find the worst thing you can find on Twitter. And we call it Twitter Trash, Twitter Treasure. The Solid Waste Authority of Palm Beach County is here to help you recycle right. Get recycling tips and so much more at swa.org slash recycle right. You know the old saying, one man's trash is another man's treasure. This is always, again, my favorite time here on Ken Levick Alive. Twitter trash, Twitter treasure. And what better treasure from this area than Boynton Beach's own Lamar Jackson? Mm-hmm. That's where we start off with, with the Twitter treasure mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson, who still has yet to get any offers or any sheets from any team, really any interest from a team, as he's been non-exclusive tagged. But the reports keep coming out about what Lamar Jackson and his camp have been doing in negotiations with the Baltimore Ravens, including when the Baltimore Beatdown tweeted out, quote, Schefter Lamar Jackson, or Schefter colon, Lamar Jackson turned down $200 million guaranteed deal back in September where Lamar Jackson quote tweeted that just about an hour ago with a man wearing about 10 hats, 10 caps on his head. Ken, are you familiar with what that means? Cap? No cap. cap. He's calling cap. cap. He's calling cap on this report. And he also followed that up with a tweet saying 133 million for three years, fully guaranteed, but I need an agent question mark with a laughing emoji. Lamar Jackson, who's being outwardly disrespected by the whole NFL as well as some of the media who are putting out reports which he's calling cap on at least he's saying are false to me some of the most ridiculous stuff and I love the fact that Lamar continues to use his Twitter as a platform to help correct things him tweeting three years 133 million dollars is that what he's claiming was the actual offer the Ravens gave him that's what was claimed in the report off the Baltimore beatdown. They say that on a podcast, Chris Mortensen and Adam Schefter were wrong. Well, he's saying in this podcast that they were right. Lamar Jackson quote tweeted it and said it's cap. He said it's wrong, which to be honest with you, Lamar Jackson, who doesn't have an agent, he gets ridiculed for that all the time. Who are we to believe the reporters or the guy who's representing himself or I guess being represented by his mom. I don't know if that helps anything though. If you're Lamar. Yeah. And again, so he's saying, no, it's a lie. I didn't get offered $200 million guaranteed. Yeah. I didn't get offered that. It was three years, $133 million. I think he was saying within that $200 million guaranteed contract, they said it was really three years, $133 million that was guaranteed up front. Then there Got were other it. incentives to get him to $200 million guaranteed. Oh, uh, okay. So it was only $133 guaranteed. Yes, yes. And he's like, I got that offered to me, but I need an agent. What he's saying is these reports that you guys are putting out about me have to be false because half of you are saying I can't get a deal because I don't have an agent. Right. The other half of you are saying I turned down these huge deals. And which is true. They can't both be simultaneously true. If I can get that kind of a deal without an agent, then how is the report from the other guy saying that I don't have a deal yet because I don't have it? It's just showing that people are throwing stuff at the wall as he tweeted again and hoping something sticks. It's it's starting to feel like to start the 2024 season, maybe even before, but Lamar Jackson's not going to be in a Baltimore Ravens uniform. I can't like, see. That's what it's starting to feel like. I can't see a situation in which it's healthy for him to go back 
to that team. But you know what? That's what the exclusive or non-exclusive tag does. I, we'll have to wait and see. But until then, again, outright disrespect from the rest of the league, including his own franchise and the Baltimore Ravens. You ready for Twitter trash? Uh, let's do some Twitter trash now. Twitter trash comes by way of WFAN Sports Radio uh-huh. out of New York. The tweet reads, the end of an era in New York. Thank you, Mike White. Now, of course, and it has prayer hands right there. Of course, everybody knows Mike White picked up by the Dolphins, mm-hmm. um, reported, uh, hopefully, to be Tua's backup. Wow. Well, I don't know if I'm hopeful that he's going to be Tua's backup, but he's going to be in that quarterback room. He will be in the quarterback room. He will be the backup to Tua Tungavailoa, and hopefully he or stays Or maybe the that third way. behind Skylar Thompson. No, there's no way. He's behind Skylar Thompson. But the, the part of the tweet, that's not the part of the tweet that's trash. That's a great tweet so far. Then you look under that message, which is a great message again. Thank the end of an era in New York. Thank you, Mike White. Pray your hands emoji. Then you get to the picture. It's a picture of Mike White, black uniform. Love the Jets black uniform. Um, he has the green Jets hat on, holding the hand up in the sky. Very motivational. Number five jersey plastered right there in the middle. But then there's these angel wings. I, I don't know. It, it looks like he's standing in front of that wall in Nashville. <laughs> That all the bachelorette parties go yes, to. Yes. I, it, it, it's almost as if Def, WFAN is is insinuating that Mike White has died. He's passed on and gone to a better place. He has angel wings and a halo over his head as he smiles with a thank you above. If that didn't read thank you, it just looks like a memorial picture. Yeah. It looks like in memoriam of Mike White. I don't think going to the Dolphins and signing a deal is equivalent to dying. Do you do you disagree, Ken? I mean, well, it depends. <laughs> it, it, under under Brian Flores, yes, you could equate it to a quarterback death. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but I I think that it's more salvation for him than, mm. or maybe maybe he's, maybe they're saying he's in heaven now in a good way, maybe, heaven on earth, or he's dead to them because they decided to go to a, he decided to go to a division rival. I don't know, but I saw that photo and I legit thought Mike White was dead. It's no other way to think. If that photo, especially if it was just tweeted out without the words, there's no other thought that would come to mind other than, oh, my God, what happened to Mike White? Yeah. But what happened to him was he secured a deal with the Miami Dolphins. It was so bizarre. One of the, so bizarre. Yeah. Very weird. Very weird stuff. And and if you want to be in the remote area of, of not being bizarre, if you want to be the opposite of bizarre, you're going to want to line up with the Solid Waste Authority of Palm Beach County and learn how to recycle right. Learn how to recycle right in this year, 2023. And we're, we're going to talk a little bit about bulk waste today. Put your waste in the proper place, like bulk items. Bulk items include appliances, furniture, and other large household items that don't fit necessarily in your garbage cart. In an in unincorporated Palm Beach County, three bulk items will get picked up from your curb once a week. Be sure to keep your bulk items away from water or gas meters, utility wires, mailboxes, fire hydrants, any of those type of things. And if you live in a city or a multifamily community, be sure to check with them about bulk waste disposal requirements. For more bulk waste tips, go to SWA.org slash bulk. That is Twitter trash, Twitter treasure. Why don't we get a little look at some injuries? It is time now for the Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium. Oh, no. 
There's a man down. Oh, Kevin Durant. KD, KD, KD. What are we going to do with your injured ankle? This according to azcentral.com in a story written last night by Dwayne Rankin. Monty Williams is hesitant to comment on the injury status of players. He has seen his words examined and dissected. He didn't elaborate on team president of basketball operations and GM James Jones saying Kevin Durant would play through the ankle injury he has if the playoffs were underway, but he managed to smile about the news. Quote, Kevin wants to play. I hate answering stuff like that because if I say anything, it becomes a thing, right? I think it speaks to how badly he wants to play. I haven't gotten many reports outside of He's progressing. That's the latest Mm. on Kevin Durant's left ankle sprain. James Jones did come out and say, by the way, heat betrayal. James Jones did come out and say that he would play through the pain if the playoffs were today. But again, you just don't know. You just don't know. And that is the latest. A whole lot of, well, not a lot on the left ankle of Kevin Durant. That is your Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, they have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic KRS offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. When we return, we'll be joined by FAU head basketball coach Dusty May, the Owls number 25 in the nation, going to the NCAA tournament playing Friday, and it is a tournament bid for the first time in 21 years. We talk with Dusty May when we come back. He's Theodore, CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. I look around and I see so many people willing to 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 use these these unproven creams on on their face in order to smooth out wrinkles and oh I'll put this under my eye and uh, oh sure I'll have somebody uh, insert something into me to remove fat uh, pointy things and uh, potential pain and sure I'll wear these uh, these uncomfortable head ornaments to try and uh, get my scalp moving again and 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 plug in hair into the top of my head. I'm like, man, you guys, like this is crazy. You can you can get assistance with anti-aging. You can get assistance with scalp rejuvenation. You can get assistance with uh, body contouring. You can get assistance with pain management all through laser therapy with Quelliv. Quelliv. Q-U-E-L-L-I-V. Quelliv. Lasers can do all of those things for you. Low-level lasers at Quelliv Therapy. I've received this therapy, and I tell you, it is super easy. It's super comfortable. If you can go during your lunch break, and you can lay down, and you can receive the benefits of the laser therapy for anti-aging or fat contouring or scalp or, or uh, body contouring, the, the scalp rejuvenation, the pain management, especially after a tough workout, it's perfect. <laughs> you need to take advantage. Mm. Again, again, these these sessions are are no longer than a lunch break at Quelliv. You can check them out downtown West Palm Beach, right off of Flagwiller, Quelliv.com. Quelliv, let me spell it one more time for you. 
Laser therapy. We're talking science. Healthful wellness science. Quelliv. Q-U-E-L-L-I-V. Quelliv.com. Quelliv.com. That's Q-U-E-L-L-I-V. Use science to help you. The wellness is there at Quelliv. Q-U-E-L-L-I-V. Quelliv.com. How about this? Diana Rossini on Twitter. Aaron Rodgers has provided the New York Jets with a wish list of free agents he would like them to target and acquire per sources. It includes Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard, Mercedes Lewis, and Odell Beckham Jr. He really is sending them on a scavenger hunt. Mm -hmm. We were joking about it, but this is actually what he's doing. What happens if they don't get all of them? What happens there? Dude, what happens not, there? Does he just retire? Is it this like, is awesome? Is it like the punch card when you go to the smoothie shop? Like you got to get all five to get the free right. smoothie? Yeah, or it's like when you um when you when you were growing up and they had um uh, the at Pizza Hut you would read a certain amount of books and then you'd get a free pan oh, yeah. pizza. You had the pin yeah. and you had to get the stars. You had to read like five books uh, and put them on this this little pin on you and then you got the free pizza. That's what's happening right here with Aaron Rodgers. Man, this is, is hilarious. Work? This is absolutely hilarious. I I kind of love everything about this right now. Aaron Rodgers will eventually go to the Jets. Yeah. But I can't tell you, it's almost to a point where I appreciate him right now. Because he's coming off as a troll, and it's making the Jets sweat, and I think it's really funny. And Mercedes Lewis, Alan Lazar, Randall Cobb, None of them do anything to make me think that they are going to have an offense better than what the Dolphins put out there healthy yeah, or what the yeah. Bills put out there, right? Well, here's the thing. Like, there is boys. There is buddies. That's cool. They can go hang out together in Soho. Yeah. I don't, I don't care about that. That doesn't make me scared. It's not impacting winning. And if you think about it, last year, who was his best guy? It was Christian Watson down the stretch. Mm-hmm. So he's taking all of the guys he was failing with, Randall Cobb. Alan Lazard. When he was just throwing to those guys, Mercedes Lewis, that was when the Packers stunk the most. So he's bringing all those guys to New York for what? For friends? To hang out. To kick For him. vibes. They're not. This, this is why it's unserious to me. This is why it's a waste of everybody's time. Aaron Rodgers is not going to make a dent or any kind of impact when it matters most in the NFL next year. He's this coming. is hey, a joke. This is hilarious, man. It's a joke. I love it. Love it. Ugh. I am it, it 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 heartens me that yes the Jets are going to pull this off, but it's such a long wait that it's going to end up making Jets fans miserable. And They're going to you know trade two okay first rounders that. for him. Two what? I'm told. Oh yeah. Yeah. This you is know that's idiotic. This is stupid. This is dumb. What what is a realistic? If if it, Aaron Rodgers didn't have all the leverage here, because keep in mind the Jets are the Jets are are bargaining against themselves. They have no other in this spot, right? There's no leverage that they have. It's all Aaron Rodgers in a normal world. In a normal world, what would uh, what would you be giving up for Aaron Rodgers? Would you even be giving up a first? I think you have to like if you give up one first, I wouldn't clown you. If you give up anything more than just one first, like a first in, like, and a fourth, I that still feels like too high. Like Aaron Rodgers is giving you two years, maybe of good to great quarterback play, maybe even excellent quarterback play. But if that doesn't turn into a Lombardi, then what are we doing? Yeah. And it's not. 
So just, that is hilarious, man. Yeah, it it's is weird. hilarious. Tough, tough for the Jets. Uh, so uh, joining us now here is a man who was the Conference USA <laughs> Coach of the Year. He is uh, leading Florida Atlantic into its second ever NCAA tournament appearance on Friday in Columbus East Region. The eight seed Florida Atlantic and nine seed Memphis at nine twenty Eastern Time. FAU head coach Dusty May with us here for a couple of minutes on Ken Levicka Live. Coach, thank you for jumping on. I know things are chaotic right now. Uh, what have the last couple of days been like since you found out your uh, your opponent on Sunday? Well, Ken, we, we dove into uh, Memphis on Sunday night just to be familiar with them, and then we introduced a few things on Monday just so our guys, I knew they would be, we knew they'd be thinking about things and curious. So we introduced Memphis and uh, got to Wilson and had a light practice and today. We got back to this as usual. We had a very competitive spirit of practice and, and both. Uh, so, Coach, after Saturday when you win the Conference USA Championship and we all get back and not a lot of sleep, it's a quick turnaround, get back, then a selection party on Sunday. How long did it uh, take the guys to sort of uh, uh, get their rest and, and, and get locked in, get back to work? Well, there were zombies on Sunday, obviously, <laughs> for obvious reasons. I don't think they slept at all Saturday night with the early flight and whatnot. So uh, they, they had long naps Sunday, messed with their sleep patterns. So Monday, everyone was a little bit out of sorts, um, including myself. So that's why we took it more as a, a mental day, just to get our minds turned and shifted towards Memphis. But there's so many distractions with the NCAA tournament because these guys have old coaches, old teachers, family members all reaching out. So the first couple of days, is, is there's just so much, there's so much going on outside of the game. And we encourage our guys to take care of all that personal stuff uh, and get it all done, and then that way today, tomorrow, we can really just focus on uh, getting back to playing basketball. I'm sure that phone was busy for you with text messages and phone calls. Who's someone that, that reached out to you? We were like, huh, that, that feels really good. That's kind of cool. Oh, great question, kid. And several people, uh, Lord Frank actually reached out yesterday, and uh, L. Frank was um, the head coach of the Nets, and he's, he's now the, uh, I think he's president of the Clippers. Mm-hmm. But he was a manager before my group, so he was out uh, just before I got to Indiana. So he was someone that we all kind of looked up to because he was the most successful uh, former manager. So it's cool. And I hadn't talked to him in probably 10 years, so it was cool for him to reach out. There have been a lot of people like that, but uh, old teachers, old coaches, you know, that's, that's the cool part of it, just reconnecting with so many people because of the success of our players. FAU head coach Dusty May with us. Florida Atlantic has Memphis in the first round of the NCAA tournament Friday night. Uh, I'm I'm curious just you as a huge college basketball fan growing up and you followed a dream profession here and you are obviously at the at a pinnacle in your in your career at this moment but what is one of your earliest NCAA tournament memories one that still you sit back and you think oh as a kid I remember this very vividly 86 Indiana lost Cleveland State Kevin Mackey's team and I was probably 10 years old nine or ten. And I just remember feeling ill. Like, I couldn't believe that yeah. the Hoosiers lost. And so I remember that vividly. And then, obviously, the 87 championship team. I was a big UNLV fan, believe it or not, outside of Indiana. So the, the Indiana team in 87 beat the Rebels. And, and that was kind of the game where I was like, wow, like, three-point shot, getting up and down, playing fast. Uh, that one stands out. But the thing that really jumps out is, is whenever – uh, the NCAA tournament would be going on. A lot of friends would be going on spring break or doing fun stuff, going to theme parks. And I always just wanted to stay home on that Thursday and Friday and just watch games 
from morning till night. And then uh, when we went back to school, I just remember the school bus would stop and you'd jump off and sprint home uh, to try to watch as many games. Um, it, it was always a big deal for, for me and my family to, to watch games. Uh, one question quickly, because uh, I am I am a Valpo grad, and so I get in debates all the time. Bryce Drew, the Pacer play, the shot to beat Ole Miss for Valpo. Uh, is that the greatest NCAA tournament shot of all time? Oh, well, I would... That or the Leitner shot, I think, is up there. Um, the, the crazy part of the Valpo shot, Coach White, was the, who I'd worked with for a number of years and his close, close friend, he was the uh, guard on that Ole Miss team, and he had done something to irritate his coaches and got taken out of that game. And he feels like if he was in there, he wouldn't have made the defensive lap of the mistakes that they made. So <laughs> history might look a little bit different, but yeah, it, it's definitely up there as one of the greatest shots of all Good. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell everybody you. Uh, you called it the greatest around here in this office. It's a source of pride for me, uh, Coach. I am. Uh, I'm super proud of this FAU group. Looking forward to uh, traveling tomorrow, getting up to Columbus. Uh, thanks for jumping on, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay. Great, Ken. I appreciate you having me on. All right. That is FAU head basketball coach Dusty May, Florida Atlantic in the NCAA tournament for the first time in 21 years. That'll do it for us for Theodore C. I'm Ken Lavica. Bye bye.